Welcome to Positive Rate, an Allied Pilots Association podcast. Welcome back to Positive Rate. I'm Captain Sander Mertz, the Deputy Chair of the Communications Committee. And I'm First Officer Tammy McBride, a member of the Communications Committee. Today we're going to discuss some updates from the Negotiating Committee, listen to a Contract Compliance Committee minute, and uh, during the second part of our interview, we'll talk with uh, Captain John Owens, the negotiating chair, uh, from an interview earlier this month. But before we get to all of that, I wanted to take a moment to talk about Captain Jonathan Benton, who passed away last week. Our deepest sympathies go out to his family and his friends. Jonathan was the APA Government Affairs Committee chair. In that position, he advocated for APA pilots on Capitol Hill and spearheaded initiatives from advocating for secondary flight deck barriers to fighting for the CARES Act to preserve pilot jobs. And he also opposed, uh, on our behalf, flags of convenience carriers, and he staunchly voiced and repeatedly did so how unsafe single pilot operations would be for uh American travelers and for the aviation industry as a whole. Jonathan was a charismatic and enduring person. He was outgoing, magnanimous, and humble. He spent many days in Washington, D.C., away from his family, who he loved dearly, working on behalf of the APA membership. He and his family made a sacrifice to make all of our careers better. And speaking for myself, Jonathan made me a better union volunteer and a better person And for that, I am thankful. Um, For anybody interested, a vigil has been scheduled for uh, 6.30 p.m. Central Time on Friday, January 27th at Holy Spirit Catholic Church in Mustang, Oklahoma. The funeral mass uh, will begin at 12 o'clock Central on Saturday, January 28th. Smooth skies and tailwinds in your flight west, brother. Getting back to some other APA news, um, you know, Tammy, did you see that 80% of pilots took every day of their vacation in 2023 and didn't float a single day? Yeah, having weathered management's revenue at all costs strategy storm, if you will, of 2022. It's just great to see our pilots are taking a deep breath, some rest, some recharge away from work in 2023. Yeah, it's really encouraging that pilots exercise their contractual rights to ensure that they're rested and prepared for their schedules ahead in 2023. Yeah, the unity showing is uh, it's really nice to see. A few news items uh, to make sure that everybody is is caught up on that for this week. There is a special BOD meeting this week to discuss uh, Section 6 and the Delta TA, uh, making sure the board's up to date on uh where our uh, asks are in relationship to what Delta has succeeded in accomplishing in their TA, which is uh, still in the approvals process from their pilots. It's been sent from their from the MEC uh, to the pilots, and they are uh, in the process of going through all that uh, information gathering right now. Tammy, I heard something about a new hotel down in uh, Dallas for training. Can you tell us about that? Yeah, I'm not sure if the word's out or not, um, but obviously we all know there's a new hotel being built at the training facility in Dallas, and we were notified recently by some pilots that they're being assigned to the new hotel that American Airlines owns. The hotel committee, however, was not notified in advance, and 
just want to give a quick reminder, I guess, that your contractual rights still apply to all stays, even at this hotel owned by American Airlines. APA will have more information to come in the future, but just a quick little reminder that this is coming and it's going on at currently. And, you know, just one other thing for the pilots, there is a small QRH, a quick reference handbook or quick reference guide that the hotel committee has put together um, for any time uh, you're, you're having a hotel stay that uh, you need a little contractual guidance. We'll make sure to put a link to that in the show notes for you. Next up is our Contract Compliance Minute. Captain B.J. West, the chair of the Contract Compliance Committee, joins us this week. Take it away, B.J. Hey, welcome to this week's Triple C Contract Minute. We're talking vacation slides and vacation extension, a.k.a. VEX days, as the vacation bids have just closed. Under JCBA 9C10, pilots are permitted to slide their vacation to begin up to three days earlier or later, except you may not slide over New Year's, Easter, 4th of July, Thanksgiving, and Christmas days. The PBS LOA also brought additional protections in the form of VEX days. These days are part of your allotted DFPs for the month and may be used in conjunction with slides provided the slide is accomplished first. While the slide itself may not cover holiday, the VEX day can, meaning you can slide and then VEX to cover holiday blackout period. You only receive four VEX days per vacation period or per month in any combination. So it's important to remember, even with two separate vacation weeks in one month, you still only receive four total VEX days. Check out the Compass documents for a full breakdown of the key dates and nuances when utilizing slides and VEX for your earned vacation. And now some more great info from our negotiations chair, Captain John Owens, from our interview dated January 7th. You know, touching back on, you mentioned communication. I know one of the things you've said to me several times just on sidebars during meetings and stuff um, is that if you don't trust the messenger, you're not going to trust the message. How, you know, you talked a lot about your concepts sort of in a grand form. How does the negotiating committee plan on creating an atmosphere of trust between the membership and the committee? This is a very, very intense and difficult process. You know, we get 14,000 plus people out there that are, you know, they're out there in, in, the, in the trenches doing the job and they're, they expect us to bring them something that represents what they need. Along that path, if there's controversy or suspicion, if this this messenger and, the, and this board of directors, this union as the messenger, if there's distrust in this messenger that when, when the time comes that we're about to deliver a message, it, it's suspect. And, and so you, you're half of the battle, you know, is lost. So the, the, the idea is, is when the members, again, when the members get the message, i.e., a tentative agreement that they're going to, you know, consider for ratification. They trust the messenger, and so therefore they believe that what the message is that what they're looking at is the message, and then it's up to them whether it's good enough or not. I'm glad to hear that as a you know as somebody who's been working on the communications committee for a while. It's it, it's nice to hear what I've always felt was an important piece of the union uh, being focused on. So thanks for that. I know you, you did communications work previously too. So, you know, the, the importance of it, um, uh, getting, getting back to something else you said earlier, you, you've already started working with other committees, uh, to identify contractual issues that need to be addressed in negotiations. Can you give us any examples of which committees you've already spoken with and any information from those meetings that would be appropriate for the membership to know? You know, we've done some things right out of the gate that are different. 
we had a caucus right out of the gate with the board of directors. And but but normally those caucuses are, you know, the negotiating committee, the national officers, legal, and the board of directors. But the problem with that is, as an orchestra leader, you know, uh, I can't, I don't have, I can't tell the 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 the, the violin section to you know to, to to up the volume. I can't tell the the bass drummer to down you know down the tempo or whatever that might be. You need those people there. If you don't trust your people, then who do you trust? So at this caucus, we brought those people with us. We brought scheduling. We brought flight time, duty time. We brought scope. We brought you know uh, membership. We brought we brought all of those pieces of this organization that that if you can look at a contract section, that's the work. That's their their bible so to speak that's where they they that's that's a section they represent and that's the thing that they do on a daily basis and they're experts at so we brought them so that they could be there and they could they could present they could hear the board's um questions and concerns they could when when needed they could weigh in with their expertise um but ultimately that they could also be a part of the process so that again when the message reaches the membership, which their members, each and every one of us, board members included, will ultimately have our own vote. And so every person has to understand that when they finally get that, and I know I'm like a broken record on this, but when that when that potential contract shows up for a vote, they have to feel that the process that 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 occurred in getting to that point was a process that they trust in, they believe in, you know, they, they know we've done our best. And I think that gives them a much, you know, opens their aperture to, you know, looking at the language in, in, in a much, from a much bigger picture. If you're skeptical, you know, you're, you're, you're already starting from a negative position. So we've included everybody who needs to be included um, and it's amazing, you know, you don't think about, sometimes you don't think about some of the peripheral committees, but when you start going through a contract, this, the tentacles, there's a reason you have an aeromedical committee. There's a reason you have a uniform committee. There's a reason you have all of these committees. Um, and um, so, that, so that's what we've done different. And I got to tell you, it's paying dividends, Xander. I mean, you know, we've had, we, we have a, the most unified board I've seen in, 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 in ever in union in my union work and it's going back many many years you know they're voting as a body in lockstep but not because it's a show but because they're on the same page they they when when they get to a vote they trust the message that that's been delivered to them and therefore for the most part it's been very positive um so i think that's important i think that surprises are bad if you surprise a committee, if you surprise a pilot, if you surprise, you know, and for that matter, the company, we, the company will know when we show up at the table that what we bring to them is the membership's voice and that the, that, that they can believe that if I'm saying it, the board is saying it. I think that's critical. Yeah, there's definitely a, a different feeling in the building and that's a, it's, it is heartening to see that. This sounds like us. Uh, we're starting on a, a good starting point on a good foundation, and uh, you know we're looking forward to success in the future. We look forward to talking to you and your committee in the future, and hearing updates from you. I really appreciate 
the opportunity. Um, you know, I, I think the members can hear in my voice, you know, some optimism. It's nice to have that optimism. It's nice to feel, um, you know, again, excited about the future. I mean, I think there's some great things to happen here in, in the very near future for us. Look, again, I will reiterate to, to everyone listening that, you know, we are going to, you know, move aggressively towards an industry leading contract. And we want that to happen as soon as possible, but we're not going to do it in haste. Since this interview... The negotiating committee, in addition to several other critical uh, committees, has undergone a short Railway Labor Act training course at Rutgers University. Captain Owens spoke in open session on January 25th. He affirmed that, quote, we are at the table every day in some form or fashion, end quote, with management. If at any point management indicates that they are not willing to engage, Captain Owens will report back to the board. Regarding the Delta Tentative Agreement, Captain Owens told the Board of Directors that, quote, their process yielded some fruit, things that we are now going to take as industry standard. It is memorialized that when you have an amendable date and you go years past it, it's not a free get-out-of-jail card for management, end quote. In addition, he said that, quote, the entire industry has raised the bar. This is what pattern bargaining looks like, end quote. As for the lockdown on trip trading, Captain Owens said it makes no sense and is something that needs to be discussed with management. To discuss strategy, part of the negotiating committee's briefing took place in closed session. That's all for this week. Thanks for listening. Until next time. Thanks for tuning in to Positive Rate, an Allied Pilots Association podcast. 